Yeah, so they should really make a Texas Pokemon. They should absolutely make a Texas Pokemon game. Yeah. That would be very good. Yeah. But like Katu was just saying how like we we're talking about the new the new Pokemons are like thematically mm-hmm. British. Yeah. And apparently like I'd missed the last couple generations before that, but she was saying that there was a continental US one and a Hawaii one. Yeah. Didn't play the Hawaii one, so I can't I don't know if it's good. Yeah. <laughs> but the, I did play the US one. It was fun. Yeah. Your character cool. is wearing like jean cutoffs, which is like very US. Mm. <laughs> Wait. Oh, pants? Yeah, like the girl okay. character is wearing like Daisy Dukes. Yeah. 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 I feel like cut off jean stuff is very big in Pokemon universe. Like Ash had. Didn't he have like a cut off jean vest or did he just have like a blue vest? That I, I yeah, just, he just like, wore like a blue vest. That like in my American brain, I'm I, like, because he's wearing a blue vest, so it has to be cut off denim, right? My head, which I don't know if this is accurate because I was actually watching like the original 90s Pokemon series at a bar a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I remember of Ash's outfit, he's wearing like a button down shirt open over a t-shirt. Yeah. So what I what I always thought it was is black T-shirt. Yeah. I thought he was wearing like a white button up open shirt mm-hmm. with a vest over top. Okay. Yeah. But I, I think it might, I think you might be right. I think that it's like a weird like yeah. white collar blue. Yeah. That's what I torso. thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was like a color blocked shirt. Yeah. All right. So we're raw dog in this episode, folks. <laughs> yeah. We're raw dog in it. We got uh, no guests and yeah. no headphones. Yeah, no guests, no headphones. I have like emergency earbuds to make sure we can hear anything right now. Yeah. Uh but it's also it's weird cuz um this is technically the first time I was on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's only because we missed it for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we have two weeks yes. of failed attempts to get this together. And, and I that's just, the only way I was mm-hmm. able to show up on time at the correct apartment. <laughs> right. And I just like bailed on the guests that we were supposed to have. Yeah. Which we'll have them on another episode. Yeah. And I do feel bad about that. But also it's like. It's, it's been a strange couple of weeks for like the world at large. Yeah. You know? Everyone in New York thought that we were all going to die. Of <laughs> coronavirus? Which, yeah. okay, today I saw today I saw a white girl in a mask walking down the street. So uh, Just a plain one? Or like, because now there's like... Just na- like a plain surgical mask. Yeah, yeah, now you're seeing like the branded yeah. masks. Okay. And it's just like, I don't think you guys understand that masks are supposed to be one-time use right. only to But here's with. the thing. Those were already a thing though, like, like yeah. fancy masks. I used to go to mm-hmm. raves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like people would wear those to raves. Yeah, they were, at the raves they wear like... Uh, like gas masks that are yeah. more futuristic than like the U.S. military's current. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Do, like what? Like if ravers are the only ones that survive coronavirus, like we're fucked. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's, That'd be crazy. There's oh just my like god. All, there's just ruins everywhere. If society is just, just reduced to people who do a lot of e. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It would be like a. Isn't there a Fucking Brave New World. Yeah, like I was going to say, yeah. Brave New World is basically everyone. That's the plot of that. It's so funny because everyone, whenever that comes up, it's because people are like, yeah, you think about it, like Soma is really like this drug. Mm. <laughs> it's like, it's always that context where people be like, yeah, you know, it's basically like X, it's basically like 
it's like weed now. It's like there's no consequences to it. And she's like, no, you're just like not acknowledging to doing the ecstasy. <laughs> of doing there ecstasy. are absolutely consequences yeah. to doing ecstasy. Because that, that's the funny part of that book. They're just like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Alduis. Mm-hmm. Aldous Huxley. All this damn Huxley here. Uh, he was just like, yeah, wouldn't it be sick if like there was like a drug? But also, like, you were just cool afterwards. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, that would be sick. Oh, man. And so, also it would be bad. Still thinking about the British Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. I've got, That's like, good. hot takes, which are going to be really bad. Mm. Um, first of all, if you're thinking about, like, a game for children with any kind of, like, edgy adult mindset, you're already doing it wrong. Oh, yeah. 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 But I'm horrible and I can't turn that part of my brain off. So I've been thinking, like, so in the game, there's, like, a coal mine, right? I haven't gotten to that part yet. I'm very, okay. I, like, that, Well, that spoilers game, for that, Pokemon. That game, that game I started, and it's, like, very easy to just mm-hmm. not follow the plot and just go around mm-hmm. trying to catch Pokemon and stuff or whatever. Yeah. Where, like, I've played, like, a little bit of it, but I'm like, all right, I don't... Mm-hmm. I mean, the plot's whatever, but like, it is like, you know, it's just like a, like a cave that you go through, but it's styled like a coal mine, which is like very British, right? Mm -hmm. And like adds to the atmosphere. But then I'm an asshole and I'm like, do they have global warming? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If if they're mining and burning coal, which they clearly are, do they have global warming? I think they did because like, Mm -hmm. wasn't it a whole thing in like the Ruby Sapphire ones that like the team rocket in that one? Right. It was like Aqua Aqua and Magma Mm -hmm. and they both, they're both, both of their solution, like either one of their solution was like, we better like flood the earth or Mm -hmm. we better make more land by covering the earth and law. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, where the fuck are those guys in real life? Yeah. Wait, because, because where's, where's the real life team magma? Dan, that would be sick if there was like, uh, like FBI watch eco terrorists that all wore like matching uniforms that made them look like pirates. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think they tried to do that in Scandinavia with the like it's Piraten Partey or something it's called Pirate Party, <laughs> and their whole thing was der- Scandinavia sucks. It, yeah, dude, Scandinavia <laughs> does suck. Uh, like I watched a-, a bunch of horror movies yesterday and I rewatched Midsommar, um, which rules. But like, okay. fuck Scandinavia. Is yeah? Is the guy that did that Scandinavian or did he no, just like? He's, he's like, just like th- I'm just gonna make Ari this. Aster is like the you know um like kids that went to film school. <laughs> yeah, I'm a comedian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ari Aster is like the most refined guy that just graduated from film school. I feel like that's literally every good director, though. Like, well, yeah. Well, that is like literally what they yeah, are. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Also. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like gone are the ages of like a director who's just like a fucking like coked out maniac. So now they're all right. like, they're all like, I had to make like very serious right. artistic but leaps like, and statements uh, and stuff where it's just like, you know, people used mm-hmm. to like just movies, right? They used mm-hmm. to just like any movie that was available. Well, so people, are, you could people just, are still like, people still like just movies. No. Yeah. That's why <laughs> yeah. it's like, and if, there are if, a if, lot there, more. if there was more of it, if there was more of that, like offered, yeah. Where it's like I think I think my argument is that the coked out maniacs are the ones that were like making wild decisions and those were considered art. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now like we just have less yeah. coked out maniacs and, and like the movies that are coked out maniac movies are like um 
like Marvel stuff, you know? Well, I was. Are those guys on coke? I was going to no. even say is now they have like the the artsy coked out, coked out maniac mm-hmm. films like uh, like Party Animal is like the new version. <laughs> I didn't see that. What is that movie? That's uh, it. It was a uh, Macaulay Culkin, and I forget who else. But it was like about the um, oh shit. It was like those club promoters who. Mm-hmm. Like they were like uh they were like club promoters, so mm-hmm. they're just having like big fancy parties and then like uh like club stuff like orgies and shit like that, and then mm-hmm. one time they got like too fucked up, and then one of them like kills a guy and that but they're on like a binge, so they end up like fucking like chopping up the body yeah. and like going through all this shit, and then like still trying to continue on being. That like is a that, coked out yeah, maniac yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah, where it's like, oh, now it's like, now there's like a tragic edge to it. Where it's like, in the 80s, mm-hmm. they would just tell that story like it was really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They would just yeah. like, just not try and even it out at all. Or like Girl on a, a Girl on the Train, that, that movie that came out a couple years ago. It's mm. about, the book's really good and then the movie's kind of like not great. Um, about this girl who... Um, is like that, is, she's like a she's like a that's real the big gone drunk. girl guy right the, yeah. yeah 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 it's yeah. like it's in that vein it's this girl who's like she goes on a bender and then somebody she knows dies and she's like did i do it mm. but like she didn't do it damn yeah that uh i feel <laughs> spoilers like spoilers for I girl like, on the train <laughs> yeah, damn. your day just got ruined uh, uh dude spoilers aren't real if you care about spoilers you're a fucking loser also yeah if a movie can be spoiled for you it's not good mm. This is like an argument I've made since like this concept of like spoiler mm-hmm. every single time. And it's so funny. I've had to make like arguments with like grown fucking adult men. Yeah. Who are like th- like 40 years old where I'm like, no. Yeah. Like if you're like really that mad about spoilers, don't go on social media. Yeah. Because you're pretending like that's an inevitability that it isn't. And okay. also, don't be upset by it. Because I it's think just there like, is like a personality type that cares about spoilers and a personality type that doesn't. And I don't. I get that, too. But I also feel like, why do you watch? Oh, do you watch movies or like entertain? Do you consume entertainment one time only? Exclusive? Is that the way oh, that you? I don't. Yeah. I wish like, I did. I would watch more shit. Oh, yeah, I would, too. Mm-hmm. But like, I, uh, <laughs> I feel like things that I like, I'll like watch like music that i like i'll listen into the ground oh like, absolutely th- like yeah. things that i want they i like watching i'll like suggest mm-hmm. everybody watches it until i've seen it 10 times and right like, and if i find somebody I need to wait, like six years before who hasn't watch watched again. it yeah. i'm like we're watching it and i'm re-watching the whole thing even if we don't do it all together that's that's, that's, that's what, me that, and mad men that's what makes i think you should leave so good on netflix the yeah. tim robinson sketch show because the whole season's like an hour 45 so so many times i'll be like hanging out with somebody and I'll just be like have you heard of this show and they're like no i'm like all right cool we're gonna watch the entire series yeah <laughs> right now oh when i was uh when i was at home i went home uh but when i was at home last week i was like this close to making my dad watch larry charles the dangerous world of comedy i don't think have I've you seen, seen that it? no. it's a netflix uh documentary about comedy and i love it yeah um he goes to a bunch of different countries and talks about like the comedy scene there okay he talks to like like one of my favorite episodes is when he talks to like women comedians in Saudi Arabia. Oh, whoa. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, he like, also talks to like alt-right guys. That's, 
No, but that is good. Yeah, it's like the full spectrum. I feel like so much stuff when people are like, I want to talk about like what the comedy scenes like in like other countries. Mm -hmm. It's just like usually it's just like who cares? Because it's almost always it's Mm -hmm. like it's an expat who does comedy shows for expats. Expats suck. That run just like open mics and showcases in the middle of the country. Mm -hmm. So it's just like what... is like particularly unique about this in any real capacity. But then it's like some, some, some of the things that cover that kind of stuff are really interesting because mm-hmm. it'll be like, oh, yeah, did you know that there's people um, doing comedy in this country that will arrest you for saying the wrong thing or yeah. whatever, like that kind of thing? Or, yeah, like women, like mm-hmm. it's a country where women are typically oppressed and there's still comedians there. Mm-hmm. Like these are this is how it is. For right. Them. Yeah, yeah. And it is looking at like comedians in these countries that are... Uh, worse like there are episodes where he like looks at comedy in countries where there is like zero money to be made in comedy and it's yeah. like straight up homeless people that are making like yeah uh like comedy sketches and stuff well and putting them on video and distributing them because it is like that is fun mm-hmm. that's the thing about like uh no stakes comedy that's why oh, like yeah. that's why doing comedy in uh places that are like uh, not like New York or whatever, like they don't have it like regularly mm-hmm. available. It, it is like, uh, it is somewhat like, like it feels more like creatively pure to be like, all right, well, this is like the jokes people would do if they knew that nothing could come out of it. Not yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's like, great. Not, like here people like, will go like, ah, like, of course, like I'm not going to get like discovered or whatever here, but like, I better do good because like, I really need like to, spots or something like right yeah it's like there's always like an added incentive but it's like yeah like when it's like when i was when you're doing like a show in like an arcade in delaware it's like who gives a shit like who yeah you might as well do the jokes that you think are funny and then like whatever like work from there hopefully you do good Mm -hmm. but it's that's cool. What's the name of the documentary again? Uh, Larry Charles, Dangerous World of Comedy. Larry Just Char- Dangerous World of Comedy is probably it. Yeah, you can find it. Yeah. Larry Charles, uh, the cable guy. Plug uh, in this. <laughs> uh, I, look, it's good. It's a really good documentary. Yeah. 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 Especially, like, there's not a lot of good comedy documentaries. There's a lot no, of comedy No, I would say that they're, like, mostly bad. A lot of them, it's like, yeah, this is, like, very serious and not enjoyable. Like, right. It's got to be very interesting or funny, or it's like, why is this existing? Uh, I don't know. I think maybe uh, stand-up comedy is interesting to other people, but it's not to me. (laughs) Yeah, as people that do it, it's like very... Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Um, Like earlier, uh, in like last Saturday, I was hanging out with my buddy and... We were just like playing video games and watching TV and then we're bored and this is like... Like, I don't want to be like, uh, yeah, what do you want to do? It's like, oh, do you I think I might just go to the creek later? Do you want to come? Yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, yeah, sure, dude. That was awesome. Like, that's awesome. And he had, like, a good time. But I was go? like, in my head, I'm just like, why the fuck would you want to do yeah. <laughs> Like, I'd almost just, I almost just asked him to go home instead because mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't even occur to me that that would be fun. For other for people. other people, because for like someone who's participating uh-huh. in the comedy part, you're like, I'm just waiting around for the longest time. I know. <laughs> I have brought people like my friends to the creek, 
and um i think it makes me a bad person (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) like it actively makes me a bad person one time um my friend katie uh texted me and she said and I was doing, I was doing like the 10 p.m. show at the Creek. And she texted me. She's like, hey, I want to go out tonight. Can I come to your show? And I'm like, well, you can come and hang out with me. But just, you, just understand that this won't be going out. Yeah, this isn't going out. <laughs> this isn't going out. Yeah. Um, and it's also like, it's such a weird place because you like, you can't really spend too much time like entertaining somebody. Right. So it's got to be someone that you can be like, I can kind of just like leave you there for like a few minutes at a time Mm -hmm. and you can handle yourself socially with these monster people that Mm -hmm. I interact with all the time. Yeah. I mean, luckily like, like I have a couple close friends that I bring to a lot of comedy stuff Mm -hmm. and, um, that just like get it because I am a horrible person and I bring them to a lot of comedy stuff or, you know, my friend Clara is also really close with like Dan Wicks. Okay. So like, she, so I'm not like her only comedian friend. Yeah. So it's like, and it's also like less bad, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like we in particular are a little more like discerning with like who our like comedy friends are actually. Where it's like, there's certain places where it's like, if I brought, like, certain nights where I'm like, if I brought someone here, I would be like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know any of these people. So, like, I don't know who you're going to talk to. I don't know if I'm, like, discerning about who my comedy friends are, but, like, when I came to New York, and I think you're in the same position, too, it's like, we had our own social circles, pretty much. Like, Uh, like like outside of comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And... I didn't come to like New York comedy um, and from a place where I was like super thirsty for friendship. Yeah, that's fair. And I feel like some like some people and this isn't anything negative on them at all because like no, I've been is. in that situation They're before. Terrible people. We hate but, them. But like, you know, <laughs> if you move to a new city and you don't know anybody, you're really thirsty for friendship. Oh, no. I was talking about this with somebody at work recently where I was just like, uh, yeah, like, when I first moved here, like, comedy was definitely exclusive, just, like, not be lonely a decent amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Where it's like, oh, yeah, I would go to, like, a mic, and I would sign up, and I would literally not talk to anybody for, like, the entire time waiting to go up. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I didn't start to, like, talk to anybody at mics here until probably, like, three or four months to like start talking to like mm-hmm. one or two people where I'm like when I'm at mics like I know I can speak with you mm-hmm. like and it's going to go okay where it's like yeah now like a year in is where I'm like now people will be like oh hey like hey what's up mm-hmm. now I'll be like hey how's it going and I didn't I haven't seen you in like a couple weeks or something yeah. like I'll go to the creek specifically to not be lonely <laughs> oh yeah that's honestly <laughs> I did that that's on probably, Saturday that's, night <laughs> that's probably the best pl- best feature of the creek right (laughs) it's like if you go there you probably won't be lonely yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. there will be something happening in the room that will distract you Mm -hmm. or there'll be people there that you know or something but at the same time i think i'm like i think i know too many people now yeah yeah like i don't yeah now it's like it's cool though because now i'm like at a point where i'm like yeah i'm like good on like being outgoing about <laughs> it i'm like now i'm like now i can do the natural thing which is coincidentally fall into friendship right instead of being like oh yeah i need to be like nice to everybody yeah. and shit it's good to not be thirsty for friendships I, yeah. it's you know because y- you have better friendships when you don't need 
a new yeah. friend. Well, yeah, any relationship shouldn't be based on needs. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. you should have no needs. Yeah, yeah, you should treat your friends like possible romantic partners. And, <laughs> well, and be like, do. Am I only hanging out with them because I'm so desperate to not be by myself? I mean, that or, is fair. Yeah, which like does happen in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's like a thing you usually don't recognize uh, until it's in the past. Already. You know what? This is still at the point where like, I don't know who listens to this podcast, if anybody. But I don't think that's good advice for everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's great advice for us. And this isn't an advice podcast at all. Don't. No, yeah, it is. It's bad advice, a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I feel like that's not good advice for everybody. Some people, um, like, actively need friends and just fucking get out there. And, like... If you're pathetic and annoying, (laughs) by all means, grab onto whoever you can. Put effort into it. Get the fuck out of your house. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't, like, change your personality to make you a desirable companion. (laughs) <laughs> in any Some regard. people just straight up don't have friends, though. No, yeah, that's true. I am like terminally online, mm. and I and yeah, that's weird because then you can observe yeah. people not having friends. Yeah, because so true. I observe people not having friends online all the time, <laughs> and I seen you have no friends. Right, <laughs> I watched. Right, it. I mean, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups where I comment on stuff, which is so problematic. But mm-hmm. um. I'm going to keep doing it until like girls this. love doing that shit, dude. My yeah. girlfriend was telling me that I'm like, you're just commenting on Facebook groups. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, like it's not it. And it's like, that's the kind of thing that I feel like if you caught me doing, you'd be like, you're such a fucking loser. <laughs> like, I would to, like, absolutely guy. think that. <laughs> yeah. About I any think, guy doing. Right. That. Yeah. I actually think like the a, a great quality in a man is having just as little Internet presence as possible. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, like a serial killer or something. Like someone with something to hide. <laughs> Shit, I just remember that I watched the Netflix show You, and that's his whole thing. Yeah, yeah. The stalker in that show is that he's not online. Um, yeah. No, but I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, you're the perfect victim. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I would be an awful victim. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you should put that in your dating profile. <laughs> no, fair it's, fair okay. warning, would Here's be the terrible victim. It's it there there's qualities that would make me a very like easy victim, right? Like how I'm always posting my shows on Instagram, so it's super easy to find me. Mm-hmm. Right? You weigh the same as a broom. Yes, I weigh the same as a broom. <laughs> um I weigh exactly six pounds. Yeah. Um <laughs> And I like guys who have no internet presence whatsoever. Mm-hmm. However, I just like, I, that's, you don't want to go for like, what, the easiest victim? That's fucking lame. That's, don't be thirsty for victims. Just yeah. like you shouldn't be thirsty for friends. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to commit horrible deeds, you should put some effort in. Yeah, fucking absolutely. Okay. <laughs> don't, yeah. Yeah. Don't murder me. It's too easy. Yeah, murder someone that's. <laughs> Murdered. Yeah, murder somebody that's not online. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's honestly, yeah. If you're not online, then be like, find the chick who's not online and then murder right. her. You know? That would be. And uh, I like don't talk to my roommates, so it would take a long time to find me. 
Yeah, that's true. They would be like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. She hasn't been home for a week. I haven't noticed. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I will do that. Like, I didn't tell my roommates <laughs> I was going to D.C. Until it affects the bills. And the right. <laughs> Until the gas gets shut off because I pay yeah. for the gas, which is yeah. which is like the, the most expensive bill. But Damn. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's in the winter. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Um, but I pay for the gas in this apartment, so when the gas gets shut off, I'm like, hey, why doesn't the stove work? <laughs> oh, Katu's dead. Yeah. Ooh. Ugh. You don't go. Man. Um, no gas. Uh. <laughs> other people would notice I was gone. <laughs> people would notice. People would know. Ugh. <laughs> uh. oh, yeah. yeah, so it's been a tough couple weeks. Yeah, I Cor- died. Coronavirus has unfortunately not killed me. I still have to provide customer service to the worst human beings in the world, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's the kind of thing where I would say as an exaggeration two weeks ago, and now I'm like, God damn, like, people really can't just be like, oh, wait, oh, uh, the store is really busy. That's why there's no stuff. That's why there's everybody's here oh the the corona oh yeah oh i thought it was just because these people weren't doing their jobs <laughs> so i should harass um like Ugh. uh and and today literally has just been like the first day in like a week and a half that's felt like the coronavirus is bullshit <laughs> we're no we're like not even like oh it's like bullshit but it's like People are finally starting to be like, oh, yeah, we might have we might have overestimated this. And it turns out they're not going to shut down the city of Manhattan for this. No disease. No, that is not as bad as the flu from what I understand from what I've read. Like like more today than any of the other days is like like people are starting to be like like doctors are starting to be like the death the death rates from like like people that have contracted it already are significantly lower than the regular flu. Yeah. No, that's pretty much true. It's just like it's not that it's going to be It's not that everybody who gets it is going to die. It's that everybody's going to get it. Yeah, it's going to be like That's um, basically the thing with corona. Like what you call it? The uh, It's going to be like the 1918 flu the, <laughs> that uh, killed more people than World War 1. <laughs> yeah, what's what's that thing they kept trying to get girls to get shots for when we were like teenage hpv yes yeah corona is gonna be the new hpv hpv what (laughs) oh wait everyone has hpv all of a sudden yeah yeah except it's like hpv it's not gonna affect most people and then like the people and then some (laughs) people are gonna gonna, die of cervical cancer only women are gonna get only gals coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) coronavirus is for girls yeah Feminist win. <laughs> <laughs> the latest pandemic is only for women. <laughs> oh, somebody probably has that take out there that like coronavirus is somehow like a gender thing. <laughs> yeah. New PC disease affects both men and women. What? I mean, look, some of the diseases out there are really not PC. <laughs> HPV? HPV is a very not yeah. Let's That's go, not a PC let's go, disease. Let's go through the most problematic <laughs> diseases. Um, uh, measles is the most problematic. Measles. Yeah, because you only get it if you're anti-vax, and that's super problematic. Is anti-vax technically problematic? Yes. 
Okay. Because it's like one of those things I'm like, it's wrong, but problematic is more just like, like I feel like the way it's used in common discourse is like a finger waggy, like, mm-hmm. no, 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 you shouldn't let your children die. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anti-vaxxing is definitely problematic. Yeah. It causes problems. Also, like... Like, the whole thing that they did with the Hasidic, like, targeting Hasidic Jewish people specifically with was fucked up. With the coronavirus? No, with the anti-vaxxers. <laughs> oh, wh- okay. They would call, so I don't know if you know about this, but they would call Hasidic people, um, f- like, from phone banks, they would target Hasidic people who don't really have the internet. They still use flip phones, which, like, king move. They said, you're taking all my minutes. What do you want? <laughs> What do you want? I'm roaming right okay, now. So I have been yelled at by many Hasidic <laughs> Jewish women. That sucks because you should yell back. <laughs> Hashtag yell back at Hasidic Jewish women. And was that a job I used to have? Ooh, that sucks. Yeah, I used to have a job like a customer. I, I used to have a job and it, at this job I answered phones and I got yelled at by a Hasidic woman every single day. Over the phone? Yeah. Sometimes in person. Damn. On the Sabbath? <laughs> the sabbath is saturday and i didn't come to work <laughs> that's good yeah. or like friday sundown and by that time i was at the creek yeah, you, baby yeah you're like you're like can i take off friday and come in on the sabbath <laughs> <laughs> um i would have totally done that uh i was supposed to come in on one sabbath saturday but i got too shwasty with too shwasty for sabbath <laughs> but i got but i got too shwasty and missed my alarm <laughs> damn that's um, one thing I don't think of. But, like, you can't really, really get in trouble for not coming into work on a Saturday when you don't usually work Saturdays. Yeah. It's usually just a thing, like, uh, like even if you did remember mm-hmm. and, like, something happened where you just, like, forgot your... Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know how this isn't my normal schedule, right? Like, that's yeah. why... Yeah. It always um, works. And also, like, I, I was... I didn't really need to be there, but I was, like, going to come in because other people were coming in. Yeah. No, that's the worst. That's the worst thing companies ever do is they go, oh, yeah, it's not like a mandatory thing. But I mean, like everyone, I remember one time uh, I was like the work I was working at was trying to have like a staff event Mm -hmm. and they were like, okay, it's going to be at like uh, the bowling alley or whatever at a. like down by the piers or whatever, like Chelsea Piers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, the event is from uh, 8.30 to midnight. Or it's from like 9 to midnight or something. And I was just like, I'm not going to fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? What yeah. are you talking? Why would I do? That? Why would I? I am so blessed. Like, I don't like that's not even close to my shift. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a team building thing, and you only set it up for like one yeah. group to be able to miss work. One group could miss work to go to this, and the other group could come in in addition to work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to that's fucking like, insane. Like, that's fucking insane. I so for the record, the job I had where I used to get yelled at by Hasidic women was I I was a receptionist and I answered phones at a factory, mm. a garment factory that made very high end clothes here in New York City, um, and I also like cut the fabric. It was a pretty cool job. Yeah. And besides the Hasidic yelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst, like I didn't get paid enough there. Um, mm, coincidence, no. <laughs> <laughs> dude. The people that the people that owned the company were like Lebanese Armenian people. 
so much better. So they like loved me, obviously. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, getting yelled at by Hasidic women, uh, and and uh, not getting paid enough. But that job was pretty sick, and That's it's cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's a really weird job. Yeah. But uh, what were they yelling at, at you for? Um, like not necessarily like, anything I did, just like various stuff about because they don't have anyone else to talk to. They're just yelling and you're the person. Right. Well, I think they have plenty yelling. of people to talk to. They've got like five kids a pop. And <laughs> <laughs> no people, adult. Adult, adult people. people. No, but I I do think that that's just kind of like like how they vibe, you know? Like you know how people are always getting mad at Bernie for yelling and then other people are like, "Oh, that's anti-Semitic." What? People get and people say that Bernie yelling is a Jewish thing? Oh, absolutely. Uh Really? Because here's the thing. I was uh, I was talking about this with my girlfriend recently because uh, she was like in this Facebook group talking about. Hell yeah, Facebook groups are for girls. Yeah, she's in a she's in a secret girl Facebook group. Um, I'm in like 20 of those. Yeah, and they were talking about politics on it for some reason, uh, and uh, like the conversation with me and her started because I brought up the whole like Biden. Uh, Gave that like statement about the guy with the Nazi flag at the Bernie rally, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn! Like this is like probably the first good thing Biden has done since the last election yeah. <laughs> in terms of running for president." And she's like, "Yeah, um, it's crazy because like I was on this Facebook group and." Uh, like people were were talking about this and they were saying like, oh, this is good for like Biden or whatever. And so this girl brought up, and she <laughs> was like decided to use this opportunity to bring up how like Bernie isn't like a real Jew mm. because that takes simultaneously exist while that people take are exist. Yeah, that's a lo- insane. A lot of, a lot of is people it because he's like not like into Israel? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because he's not like pro Israel enough that they're like he doesn't actually like really like represent me or whatever. Oh, and it's just like you care more about that <laughs> than the Nazi guy at the rally for the guy right. that could be the first actual yeah. Jewish president. Because that's the kind of bullshit. Right. Also, Bernie is like fucking super Jewish. Uh. Just super culturally, Jew-y. culturally, <laughs> yeah. he's super culturally he's Jewish. Super Jewy, yeah yeah, 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 super Jewy. Yeah, um, he's super culturally Jewish uh, in a way that, like, I don't know, like. But it like goes to speak for the like. Are these just people that think birthright's gonna go away? <laughs> yeah, well, it's people that are like that go like no 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 like they they go like legitimately like no mm-hmm. like we need those cultural values preserved. So if someone mm-hmm. is not enough like that, they're not the culture. So you didn't go to not, birthright enough. Like yeah. that's the whole thing, though. It's, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. The yeah, I'm uh, gonna get in trouble. I don't know. No, <laughs> I'm uh, gonna get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, let's talk less about Bernie Sanders yelling more about like just random Hasidic women more yelling. About Israel, but like at me. <laughs> um, um, no, but like anti-vaxxers used to used to call up Hasidic people and. Uh, use like generational fears and be like hey don't you think it's fucked up that the government needs you to take these injections which is exactly what they did in the holocaust um and 
So anti-vaxxers... I don't have to pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) Anti-vaxxers are the real anti-Semites, is what I'm saying, for giving measles to the the Hasidic community. (laughs) For... For I thought they removed the needles from the Hasidic measles. Oh, giving for giving measles to the Hasidic pro-measle anti-needle. Yeah, yeah, that is like the the weird thing with the whole like Corona thing too is that like like one of the major outbreaks in New York just happened to be at like the at a synagogue. Yeah, (laughs) well, that's just because it's like a like a place where people meet in groups. Yeah, 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 and just like when's a comedian gonna get coronavirus? Everyone, like everyone's making everyone's it. waiting with bated breath for the first comedian to get it. Yeah, everyone has been making that joke. I feel like, and it's just mm-hmm. a thing where it's like, uh, oh yeah, like if it happens, it's gonna be uninteresting. <laughs> like, here's you guys are acting like it's an interesting thing now because it hasn't actually happened. Mm-hmm. But if that did happen to somebody, yeah. pe- what would happen instead of that person immediately vaulting into mm-hmm. co- public consciousness? Coronavirus would immediately leave public consciousness. People would immediately I mean, go, "Oh, like, I don't really it care." Depends. I really like care. Jake Fromm had tuberculosis, but he's more like well known for being polyamorous. I think. Those things go hand in hand, too. <laughs> no, because I did have tuberculosis, but I would never be poly. <laughs> I thought you'd never. I thought <laughs> no, I didn't have tuberculosis. Yeah. We wouldn't be doing that podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't be letting you put your mouth near this <laughs> microphone <laughs> if you had diagnosed tuberculosis. Yeah. What if I did? That was true for like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was weird. It was a weird way to be like, oh, yeah, how are you doing? Uh, I don't know. I'm still waiting to find out if I have tuberculosis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <sighs> that was, Yeah, that was a... Listeners, I had a TB test come up positive, so I TB had to... TB scare. So she had to get it. So I had a TB scare. <laughs> she had to, she had to <laughs> abort the tuberculosis. <laughs> yeah, I had to abort my tuberculosis. Uh, <laughs> get it out of here. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, Jake Fromm had tuberculosis and fucking, I feel like he's more well known for being Polly and living with Steven Rubino. Isn't, uh, isn't tuberculosis like a thing? Like you get it once, then it's like, now you have, now it's not like you unhave it, right? Is it one of those things where it's like, now it's like permanently in your system. You can manage it or whatever. No, 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 no. Tuberculosis is like. Tuberculosis comes and goes. You have to get it out of your system. Yeah. Okay. Like the way it does. So like what I was diagnosed with, Jake uh, Jake Fromm had like active tuberculosis and he had to get surgery. What I got diagnosed with accidentally was latent tuberculosis, which meant that that the tuberculosis <laughs> no it just meant that it was like in my system and i wasn't yeah. like actively dying but it could like pop up damn yeah <laughs> so i guess that kind of is worse <laughs> it could like pop up just like, yeah. unless i take like medication to actually get rid of it okay um so but no you can get tuberculosis out of you and like it's actually very important that you do yeah i feel like they showed us uh, stuff about TB all the time in high school for some reason. Maybe it's because every like author about, had it. Yeah, and then like I feel like it was a big thing with like airports where they would talk about TB, where it's like they find out someone has TB in the airport, they just like shut the whole fucking thing <sighs> down or whatever. 
or is the disease they find, yeah. <laughs> this is the disease episode of Little hey, Saint I'm Podcast. Sorry. It's been a weird fucking weird time in New yeah. York City, baby. Yeah, we haven't been recording because we've been uh, quarantined. Yeah, I've been quarantined into a, a basement hell <laughs> where I'm like, I'm not, yeah, isn't that now, the plot of Parasite? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it was my favorite movie last year. Yeah, a lot of people really liked it. I loved I it. Yeah, it. I, uh, it was great. Yeah, I finally saw Us. I watched that yesterday. Is that a movie? Yeah, yeah, the Jordan Peele movie uh, about doppelgangers. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. Did you like it? Um, I remember like after it came out, people were like mixed about it and i was like oh, okay like let me read what this is like about mm-hmm. and check out the wikipedia I'm like oh i didn't think it was about anything like this at all from the previews so yeah i th- okay so i thought it was like sufficiently weird and sufficiently scary mm-hmm. i would say it was good but it wasn't great mm-hmm. uh lupita's performance was really great good mm-hmm. really great um there's a lot of people who are like, this doesn't make sense and technically whatever. Those people are all assholes and nerds. Um, I don't care about technicalities. I thought it was good, but not great. Yeah. Yeah. From what I like read about like the way it was like set up, I was just like, I feel like you don't need all this. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I feel like it's like you could just be like, oh, yeah, there's like multiples of people and right. then they're trying to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. And then they would be like, oh, okay, that's an interesting movie. Yeah. But then they're like, all right, so here's the scenario. You're in this world, and then everyone has a copy, but they're all underground. Except, and then, yeah. then I was like, all right, this is like, uh, you didn't need all this, man. Yeah. The, the whole idea that brought people in was yeah. like, you're going to get killed by someone that looks exactly like you. Exactly. And then, you know, and then you start thinking, like, could I take myself? Oh, in a fight? Yeah, in a fight. I mean, in theory, isn't that like supposed to be no? Or yes, I guess, for everybody. I don't know. It's tough. I feel, feel like it might be different for different people. Could I, t- I feel like I could absolutely do you take think, myself. Do you think you would out-trick yourself or overpower yourself? That's Because oh, that's where it's like... That's you, tough. Yeah, because that's that's what I'm saying with like, right. is everybody, would everybody just be an even match for themselves? And how would it play out in such a way that you would end up winning like in the movie losing. it was supposed to be kind of like you're an even match like like the girl yeah. is like a really fast runner and she like does track or whatever and then her doppelganger is also super fast yeah 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 and like the little boy likes to wear masks so his doppelganger ganger likes to wear like creepier masks mm-hmm. so like it's yeah. a little evenly matched in that yeah so it's like that's what it, and so then i'm like all right so if you're trying to kill yourself mm-hmm. In this regard, where you're also a separate entity mm-hmm. and you, would you be able to pull off tricking yourself? Would you be able to, would you be like, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah. here's. I feel like I could trick myself because I am both conniving and stupid. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. A, that's a big comedian curse, <laughs> I feel like. Where it's like, I could come up with an idea that even I can't figure <laughs> out. <laughs> And then most people are like, what? And then comedians are like, oh, yeah, totally. I could totally yeah, yeah, yeah. I could totally trick myself. I would absolutely trick <laughs> all myself. I, all I have to do is put no thought into it and have it be the greatest thought that I've ever Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the, the problem is, like, in the movie, the clones are, I would say, more unhinged 
than the people, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what's scary. It's Isn't like that, you. Yeah, that's kind of. And the pro- the problem is, my only strength in battle is that I'm unhinged. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. like the unhinged version of me would be like the I would be the unhinged one. They would be like put together and mm-hmm. calculated. Yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I'd have to use the element of random. <laughs> To, to take myself out. I think the Damn. worst part is yeah, if the clone... Yeah, now I'm just going to be plotting to kill myself less this whole time. I think, I think the worst uh, scenario would be if the clone wasn't more unhinged, you know? Like if it was the oh, same yeah, level yeah. of hinge and you're like, oh my God, I'm just <laughs> as bad as my bunker version of myself. Yeah, <laughs> like I, That's I, what I'm scared of. I also love the term hinged as a positive. <laughs> this is new to me and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> hinge. <laughs> Yeah, you got he uh he's got he went to school for a while, you know. You know he's he, pretty uh, hinged. Yeah, he's got yeah. a wife and kids. He's pretty hinged. He's pretty hinged. <laughs> His life uh. is hinged. It's good. <laughs> it's it's going well. I'm trying to hinge myself right now. <laughs> yeah. Rehinge. I need I need to rehinge everything. Things have kind of gotten off the rails. Yeah. Now they need to be yeah. on now I need to put things on the rails. That's like that's <laughs> like us, but specifically me for the last month. I'm like, I'm trying to rehinge myself right now, start podcasting more. Oh yeah, I need to like rehinge my spine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, I do need to rehinge my, my spine, dude. My body is all kinds of fucked up. Yeah. My my spirit relatively good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been following in, uh, falling into this new. Um, uh, basically, I've come to the conclusion that like narcissism and positivity are the same thing. Okay. So where I w- I w- would previously be like ironically narcissistic, now I'm like, no, just like actually mean it and say how co- like you think you're great and everything you're doing is pretty good, and then like it actually might be. <laughs> <laughs> like I love this. That's yeah. Like yeah. Re- really, because it's like, uh, like when you're like in this like irony hole from like doing comedy mm-hmm. all the time. Like you hear fucking like anything to do with like positive thinking, and you're like, this shit's fucking retarded. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like oh, you know, I'm just I'm just gonna fucking be. I'm gonna feel good, and then things are gonna right. like happen better, and then it, and then like you actually do it, and you're like, oh no, like that does kind of work. Mm-hmm. The secret is you have to like not. Yeah. Get in your own way with when that When I bullshit. was like relatively new to comedy, I forced myself to go a full year without making any self-deprecating jokes on stage. That's smart. Um, and I think that was like maybe really good for me. I should really get back Especially to it. when people first start out, it like self-deprecating jokes usually suck because they're almost always reaches. Yeah, and hacky. Yeah, where they're like, I want people to think that I'm being self-deprecating. So, right. And then uh, people like can usually tell like, you don't actually feel bad about that though. Yeah, and now like now my jokes are like I have self depre- jokes that are self deprecating, but they're never on purpose. And one time I was doing a set yeah. that was like my regular material, um, but I was fucking bombing. This was the brewery show I did with Joffer, where we both ate shit, mm-hmm. and he was like racist to these Eastern European people, which is like a king. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But I was doing like I don't know, fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, just fucking eating dick with my material. And I just like came to the realization like, oh, my material is just me either being judgmental or listing reasons why I suck and also being judgmental. Yeah. And then like you think about like someone else like that. You're like, is that something I would want to watch? And then it's often like not. 
Yeah. And, and where it's like. Except, you know, my joke about me being a hypochondriac rules. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah. also like clearly true because I've spent most of this podcast talking about diseases I'm afraid I have. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, man. Kind of. Got to check off the boxes that say no, too. Right. <laughs> hey, you know. I mean, it's it's just... If you're, like, a fucking actually self-aware of a problem, like, I am aware that, I'm, that I have hypochondriac tendencies. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm literally cursed with the disease that makes you care about coronavirus. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's, like, now it's... Get, mm-hmm. Really, because it was, like, for so long, people were like, what is this disease? How come it... Like, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And now we're starting to get, like, anything scientific-based on... Like, any scientific back like back from the echo chamber where everyone's like oh my god i think this is gonna mm-hmm. kill everyone and then like now they're starting to be like no it's not here's what it actually does here's your actual risk if you mm-hmm. actually get it blah 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 blah. we're not gonna fucking turn new york city into like a giant prison to keep everyone in like wuhan until, <laughs> yeah yeah that's what china does and that's yeah. why we're oh not yeah China. it's like i was never worried that we were gonna do that here of course when they shut down wuhan i started thinking like could we shut down new york like absolutely it would be so easy to shut down new york um Ooh. this is a um no yeah no <laughs> i think like i Here's think a, it would be easy that that's like because it's also because they would have to quarantine it like mm-hmm. even during 9-11 they shut down the bridges to car traffic mm-hmm. and people were still walking across bridges yeah I've done that. To do that and to be like, now people can't walk across the bridges and we're going to try and tell everyone in Manhattan that they're going to stay there. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone would start killing each other very quickly. Yeah. Oh, we, we within, wouldn't. Within, within a week, it would be like a quarter of the population of Manhattan would be like gone. Okay. That would, first of all, kind of be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, here's the thing. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not here to make, uh, I'm not here to pass judgments. <laughs> I'm not here to make personal <laughs> reflections on it. I'm here. We're just yeah. we're making scenarios. Physically, here. okay. Yeah. Physically, I feel like it would be pretty easy to shut down New York, but yeah, there's bridges. At, yeah, <laughs> Get yeah. Rid of it's bridges. an island. Yeah, just yeah, fucking yeah. knock them down, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it would definitely turn into a, yeah. a, a hellscape of war. Oh, because Americans are the worst. Oh, that, yeah, that's well, on us. Well, also, it's like I was thinking about it today with like all the customers at work. I'm like, if something happened and like they actually closed down, down Manhattan, it would be like almost all of you would immediately be killed by the more psychotic poor people who are just way more willing to kill somebody than you are. Right. Because that would like that would be the measuring stick within like five days. Exactly. It all becomes a measure of how hinged you are. Yeah. Like no matter how many groceries you have saved up mm-hmm. in your apartment, uh, it would just get broken into and you get murdered within like a week. Like yeah. it's not it, like that's why I'm pulling the real king move of not having shit. Yeah. Or like I'm pulling the the move I'm going for is just like no you got to get ready from after that basically you got to have mm-hmm. you sh- you got first of all people like we're like so busy getting groceries I'm like no like sweet like, I'm talking to my girlfriend I'm like sweetie exit strategy here's what it is yeah. if they're trying to cu- shut down Manhattan we're not heading south we're not heading to Long Island we're taking that subway as far north 
Mm-hmm. We're walking out of the Bronx into Westchester, yeah. into the mountains on foot. That's the way we're going. That's <laughs> yeah, this is the way to go because nobody would be going that way. Everybody would be. Everyone would be like. But that's the only way you can go, really. No, you can go. Well, they, well like, every, yeah, everyone. But Long would, Island's another island. Everyone would be trying to go through the tunnels and stuff to get into Jersey, mm-hmm. or people would go to Long Island to just try and get off that way because yeah. it's like the airport. Like they have uh, LaGuardia over mm-hmm. there. They have ferries and shit and just, and just regular boats and, and the yeah. entirety of Long Island. So you could at least get away right. from the city. But it's like nobody would be like, all right, yeah, I'll go towards nothing, which is what mm-hmm. northern New York is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Because it would be like, oh, yeah, you're you're basically retreating to the country at that point. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a, yeah. No, that's a good move. Everyone. I think everyone in New York would feel better if they had an immediate plan of exit New York. Mm-hmm. Like not even like, Oh yeah, I go back and I get this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would, cause I heard people like, Oh yeah, something happened. I would just like go to, and I would live in this part of New York while everybody's like trapped here. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like mm-hmm. there's no like living <laughs> like mm-hmm. anything resembling this current lifestyle of something. Right. To have it. Like, um, I knew this kid whose family owned a farm in like Northeast PA and he went to Penn. Um, I think I'd ask if he still wanted to be friends. Mm. (laughs) It's like, hey, to be friends. Are we still friends? Can I come live on your farm? You'd be like, I've always wanted to marry you, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Break up with your girlfriend. Yeah, break up uh, with your girlfriend right now because we're getting married in Pennsylvania. And then, yeah. Yeah. Then you find a way to cut them out of the equation. Now it's your farm. Now you're in Thank, control. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the food supply. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the space, the mm-hmm. shelter. Yeah. The animals. And that's, you know, yeah, because I am the least hinged. Yeah. And that's how I would take over. Yeah, in terms of hinge. <laughs> in little, terms of hinge. Little to no hinge. Mine are gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, vibe check, no hinge. <laughs> vibe check. Uh, Man. Oh, here's an interesting thing. I was... I went into a little personal research last night about a former American Idol contestant turned celebrity, William Hung. Okay. You guys, what did you, you you recall William Hung? I recall William Hung. What's William Hung up to now? So, because, yeah. Uh, So, like, I was looking it up and I was like, okay, like, you're reading about his career. It's like, yeah, like, Simon insulted him or whatever. And everyone was like, because it was kind of, it, it is like his whole thing was like hilarious and inspirational and like like mm-hmm. in a way that you can't get now because people are too concerned about anti-bullying mm-hmm. where it's like William Hung couldn't exist in this environment with no be- bullying because yeah. the reason he became popular is because there was simultaneously a group that was like this is hilarious that this dumb mm-hmm. Asian guy that can't sing and can barely like <laughs> like dance <laughs> like he can't even dance is like trying out for American Idol we gotta watch this and then there was like pe- like his <laughs> after he went on American Idol like he started to gain traction because just some guy made a website for him as a fan page yeah like separately from that because he's like oh yeah he tried his best and you know that's the that's the thing we really need to be so like so those two forces combined made him like so, like to the point where it's like people remember who William is. Hung is at all. 
So it was like, so it was interesting, like reading about all that. But then it's like you get to what happened to him, and it's like in 2010, they say like he retired. He retired, which basically meant he graduated from Caltech because <laughs> he was in school. He was in school and then quit school to become William Hung Singer, <laughs> and then he graduated with a degree in forensics okay and he's now a forensics officer for the lapd that's that's awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah there's or, now, okay. now somewhere out there is officer william hung bringing criminals to justice <laughs> well you know my favorite uh you know the best internet video of all time shoes i remember shoes yeah yeah like that guy just has a regular job now that guy Probably doesn't have. <laughs> no, he does. He I does? like. Yeah, I. So I read this like long interview with him for the ten year anniversary of Shoes, the most important song, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yeah, so basically, like, I got a real job, like editing." And he's like an editor for like TV, I guess. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. That's like the thing where I'm like, they definitely were like, "All right, now you do real work," because mm-hmm. yeah. that's what they did with like YouTube at like when YouTube. He also started. is doing comedy and quick comedy. <laughs> Hey, I mean, Which like good makes for him. perfect now sense. He's yeah. Happy. yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he like has a kid. It's like, he, yeah, he's just a guy. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But now, now it's like in order to actually, become famous on the internet, you have to start as a child, right? And but okay, but there's this girl on YouTube who's very famous. She does nails, mm-hmm. and she's also like, she also works for like Canadian police. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I think she's like, I don't know if she quit or like, she's just not making as many YouTube videos anymore, but she's like, yeah, I'm not, this isn't my job, dude. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause it's also like, uh, yeah. People would be like Tumblr famous like mm-hmm. back when we were like younger and stuff like that. Yeah. Or like, I had like a friend that would like, that like ran forums for like. I have E-bombs, several e bombs world. And I stuff have like several this. very popular Tumblr posts. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what that gets you in real life? Jack no, shit. Oh yeah, no, jack not. shit. Like if I okay, if I had like two tweets that did as well as my like two good Tumblr posts, I would be getting booked like twice <laughs> as much as I am currently. Yeah, yeah. Tweets are powerful. Tweets are powerful, but like, do you remember when Pitch came out? The app and everyone was super into Pitch. Yes, yes, I do. All, yes, well, all the yeah. I never had it. Yeah, it was like it was basically like uh, they would like put out like an uh, an idea, It'd be like oh yeah, uh, like it would be like oh like the the host of Joe Biden's reality show or something or whatever, mm-hmm. and then we like Joe Biden. Yeah, and then there'd be like <laughs> all these comedians that are signed up for it would try and like send in the funniest thing. And then that would get picked to like be on like a funnier dive joke, or it would like go in their tweets or something, or like pitch would tweet it out basically, mm-hmm. and like you'd be like announced as a winner, and all the other comedians would see it. And then like after like two or three weeks, people would be like, "Oh, this is like just Twitter again." <laughs> like this is we're all competing for the only tweet that gets yeah. released here instead of just making jokes yeah (laughs) like like, another way to be like oh let me make sure i'm only writing jokes for comedians (laughs) instead of like making sure people think i'm actually funny yeah but on a more writing jokes for comedians is like 
writing jokes for Tumblr is only slightly above writing jokes for comedians. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't know if it's better or worse. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't know if it's better or worse. Because like. Only because like. Tumblr people don't leave their houses. Yeah. Tumblr humor is kind of particularly bad. Yeah. Tumblr humor is like if Chive thought it was a good person. <laughs> like like if Chive had mm-hmm. a sense of moral superiority on top right. of like that corny bullshit. Right. <laughs> it would be. There's Tumblr. like. Oh, man. There's on my like three popular Tumblr posts. There is discourse on two of them. Oh, yeah. Mm, Tumblr discourse. Yeah, there is Tumblr discourse. You know who else? You know, fucking one of Tyler Mead's tweets got posted to Tumblr, and a lot of people were shitting on him. Damn. Yeah. That's that's a, that is like a funny thing because like more so than Twitter or like any other platform, if someone gets like criticized on Tumblr, I'm like, you guys are on Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but like the thing is, like he posted a joke. About like old people and mm. people were like debating. Should it. you make fun of people for being old? Yeah. Like, f- first of all, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. You should make fun of people for it's make fun, fun of like, old people for being old. Make fun of young people for being young. Yeah. Yeah. It's out of their oh. control. But oh, speaking of making fun of, fun of young people. Okay. I did a show with a 16 year old on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I think you like told me about yeah. that briefly. Yeah. Yeah. I did this show in D.C. And um. They, first of all, it was roast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so comedians did their set, and then the other comedians roasted them. And I did not know this going in. Yeah, and that's a like that's such a hard thing to like mm-hmm. just have sprung upon you. That's like go like if you were like go to like a basketball court, it'd be like, oh, I'm gonna like shoot around or something, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they're like. Oh no! Actually, you're you're in a five on five game. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you don't know any of these people. Yeah. Too fucking bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it was a roast, and you know what? Here's the thing: I participated. I had a great time, and I, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was this other guy, and the, and there were two barkers for the show, and they were both newer comics, and one was maybe twenty twenty one, and the other was sixteen, but like a very young looking sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and. There was another out-of-town guy from Cleveland who also didn't know it was a roast. But unlike me, he didn't fucking participate and, like, write roast jokes for anybody else. And he racked up this enormous bar tab, um, which I just saw because he was paying it off when I was at the bar getting another drink. Uh, But he racked up, like, a fucking enormous bar tab. And he was... But but he went in on this 16-year-old kid during his actual set. <laughs> Save that for the roast. Also, yeah, yeah. He, like the so the kid was on the show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he like he had to bark for the spot, but like that's what. Yeah, that is funny to yeah. be like, "No, what I am going to do is like kind of be a coward about it." Mm-hmm. And also like on top of that, I'm gonna not do material. <laughs> right, like, it was, <laughs> like it it's like there's a designated you, like, did time. The roast, yeah, right? There's a designated time being offered for you to insult the other comedians on the show that you're choosing to ignore, and then you're wasting the time that's being given to you to do your material to try and shit on the comics during that time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, especially it's like with comedy, like so often you're just like. Oh, I don't care. Like it's like especially like the show turns out fine. Who who gives a shit? 
But it's like a thing where it's like, why would you do that and make the show weirder than it had to be? I know. When it's already a what? roast. Like, exactly. It's like, it's tense. a roast. You have, like, a specific time to shit on this kid for being young if you wanted to. And, like, we all wanted to. Yeah, you had to catch yeah. the 16-year-old kid by surprise. With I know. Insults. Like, yeah. And this is a 16-year-old kid foot. that does comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I said it was like, hey, do you do this because you're not popular on TikTok? That was like my yeah. joke for the and kid. It was, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he is. He's not popular on TikTok or he wouldn't be doing stand-up comedy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, there is like a stand-up comic that decided to do TikTok. And do you know Ryan Ew. Long? Uh, no. No. He was like, I'm, I'm going to start doing TikTok. I'm going to start doing TikTok. And I was like, okay. But then he actually got really popular on TikTok. That sucks. Also, TikTok is stupid as shit. Dude, gonna, I don't I'm gonna, get it. I'm going to be the one to say it, to be the to be the old fucking mm-hmm. man to be like there's nothing entertaining about finding a song and then just finding people that do something while that song is on and then doing the same thing. There's nothing entertaining about it whatsoever except that it's something you easily could be doing yourself. That's like right. the way that entertainment has moved where it's like Eventually, people aren't even going to people are just going to be watching like a fucking camera of their own house because (laughs) all they want to do is actually be the star and and not have their entertainment be anything that's like any kind of a risk or any kind of like a scale Hmm. where it's just like, yeah, it's just a person that's in their bathroom like fucking dancing around and they you think that they look kind of hot or something so you like to imagine yes. yourself they're being too that they're person. all so young yeah that's why <laughs> they're all so that's, young that's why i had to clarify the yeah. word that like you as the viewer that's it not me. you the listener yeah. think they're hot not us yeah it's also because it's like because it's such a shame because vine being like virtually the same mm-hmm. thing when it came out was uh, like a lot of so much of it was just like no, just be like, just make a video and just make it concise. I think we're forgetting how many vines were bad. Oh, yeah. So, no, so many vines were like terrible and so many vines were basically the same thing that TikTok is. Yeah. But like I've seen like a few normal videos where it's like I look in the bottom of the screen and it's, it ends up being a TikTok video. Mm-hmm. Like uh, and before it used to just be like, oh, yeah, like so many things. It would just be like a six second clip of someone arguing with their teacher or something. Yeah. And that's the vine. And it's yeah. Funny or something. I, I mean, there are some TikToks that are legitimately really good that are just like really good. Kind of what vine was like really good, concise little videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that should be like it should be time for one joke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. And there's some of that. And those those are good. I don't want to like shit on what the kids are doing, but like so no yeah okay so so my my acquaintance that is like a popular comedian on tiktok Mm -hmm. he like people will do tiktoks of his yeah stand-up yeah so like he posts he posts like short form videos and he posts himself doing stand-up and then other people will do will post videos of themselves lip-syncing his jokes and that is where it i truly am lost yeah, they don't. and like I, I feel the same way about songs, but like I don't know, karaoke's a thing. No, it, here's they don't like people that enjoy that mm-hmm. don't understand what making, doing, or participating in anything is. <laughs> 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 Where it's like what they're 
what they're watching isn't someone doing anything or making anything mm-hmm. or putting any effort into anything. Mm-hmm. But they like it. Yeah. See, okay, <laughs> like, here's the thing. I love karaoke, which is like one step up from lip syncing, right? No, it's several step up steps up from lip syncing. But okay, but the good thing about karaoke is that it's ephemeral. Like once it's done, it's done. Yeah. It's a spur of like yeah. it, it just happens and then it's over. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I often wake up in the morning and I have a hard time dealing with the fact that other people witnessed me do karaoke. Oh yeah. That's why private room karaoke is the way to go. Oh, private room karaoke that's is like that's incredible. A, that's such I don't think I had ever heard of it before, like doing it here like mm-hmm. in new york and it's just like it makes karaoke ten thousand times better to it just does. be like it's only my friends mm-hmm. there it's not like mostly my friends and then a few random people it is exclusively my friends mm-hmm. we can drink we can pick the weirdest stupidest songs that mm-hmm. we want because it's the only fun way to do karaoke yes it is <laughs> Yes, it is. People who pick, or, like, yeah, ballads, yeah. go fuck yourself. People, people that pick songs to be like, I'm going to show off how well I can sing. No, and you can't. Even if you can sing, yeah, shut the if, fuck up. Even if you can work Like, well, even if you can't sing, it's, for. like, the worst sound system. No, oh, yeah. So you're still going to sound like shit. So pick a fun song. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I did private... The last time I did private karaoke, which was not recently, but it was for a friend's birthday, mm-hmm. and... They had Ave Maria on the song. That list, rules. And somebody picked it. And it was exactly what you think. Yeah. That's and it was a, that's so a, funny for 10 seconds. And then it went on so for three long. minutes. That's such a long <laughs> it went time. on for three minutes. Yeah. Oh, God. Someone was like, <laughs> like in, like in Step Brothers or something. Yeah. Oh, they were like, like hey, I'm going to pick Ave Maria. <laughs> Do they actually have it? And then they did. And they had to sing the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the real lesson. Every karaoke is just be like, no, you, you got to pick a song that the whole song is yeah. funny. Like you know, like we'll all fuck up. Like all, mm-hmm. like I've been like a few drinks and I'm like, I could do Dolly Parton. No, I can't. Yeah, I I can't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, of someone's that. like, oh, I'm gonna do. Uh, it wasn't me by Shaggy. And then they're going to do, they do the chorus. And then like, as soon as it gets to the verse, they're like, oh no, I can't do this and not be racist. Oh, you know what song (laughs) is really hard, but you wouldn't think? What? Uh, Ride With Me. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, I've done that at karaoke. And I'm like, that song is really tough to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of them. It's just like the pacing of like the way that the verse works is tough. It's just tough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't, I'm like, yeah, I can't do what any singer or rapper does. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy's hard enough. I don't. <laughs> and now it's apparently comedy's going to turn into karaoke on TikTok. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. Yeah. That's fucking wild. I don't know. It's like, maybe these kids should go to karaoke. Yeah. Get your kid off TikTok. Yeah. Send them to karaoke. Okay, if your kid is on TikTok, go to a place like a private karaoke room. Private karaoke. Yeah. Uh, all right. I had to pee really bad. All right. So that's the end, end of this. We're a little over an hour. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, things to plug. Uh, is that show public? <laughs> yes, of course it's okay. public. I've, I don't know. I should be promoting that really hard because yeah. I'm producing the show. Yeah. Um, on Friday at Law 51 in Manhattan. Um, also, Sunday I'm, do, I'm doing Comedy Fight Club. Okay. At so the stand. Friday. Law 51 in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. What time? It's uh, it's at 8. 8 p.m. 
get tickets? Uh, yeah, there are tickets on Eventbrite. And- All right. Yeah. Personally message Tattoo, tattoo <laughs> about how to get tickets. Do it on all platforms yeah. in case she doesn't check the one that you send. Yeah, I won't. Uh, yeah, so this Friday. and, <laughs> just, and, just text and, me. and, and Yeah, just text Tattoo. <laughs> all of our listeners have her Tattoo's number anyway. Yeah, uh, we're both uh, on it. Yeah, and I'm on the show as well. Yeah, That'll be very so are, fun. So are our other buds. Lots of other friends. Yeah. Sunday Comedy Fight Club? Is Sunday's that Comedy Fight Club, Sunday's yeah. Comedy Fight Where's that again? It's at The Stand. At The Stand. Comedy Fight Club at The Stand. And uh, you can see me roast people who are over the age of 18. Yeah. <laughs> all, all legal, all roast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Love all you. Right. Bye. Bye.